Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 8, you will hear stories from our ninth collection, Sooner or Later. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Stranger Danger by Martha Rovon. I was searching in a drawer for the money belt I use while traveling when I found my old wooden-handled hawk-billed grafting knife. I had carried it for years, worn out many a pocket with it, and used it countless times for countless jobs on the tree nursery I once owned. The blade was a bit rusty, so I decided to clean it and take it with me. A glance at the clock reminded me I had little time to pack and get to the airport to catch a flight to Portland, Oregon with my daughter. I placed it in the pouch of the suitcase instead. Daughter Sally had an interview at the college in Portland the next morning. We had lots of plans for the three days we were staying. After her interview, we decided to drive to Crescent City, California to the Jedediah Smith State Park to see the giant redwoods. I slipped the knife into my pocket out of habit. We parked at the entrance and crossed the road to the office to pick up a trail guide. As we retraced our steps to the parking area where the trailhead began, a man opened his car door and looked at us. Something about him warned me. He was trouble. We entered the woods and he followed about 200 feet behind us. I kept looking back to see where he was. I did not like his being behind us. I whispered to Sally, let's stop at the bench up ahead and let him pass us. She looked at me and whispered, you too? He makes me uneasy. He was sitting in his car when we came in and he got out when we returned, like he was waiting on us. She had learned from my years of teaching her to be vigilant and observant. That was time well spent. We sat on the bench and opened the trail guide, pretending to study it. Soon he caught up with us and began talking to us. Where are you from? I answered politely. He was about 30 years old, six feet tall, sandy-haired, and overly friendly. Would you like to see a tree house my son and I built? I am a forest ranger here. No, thank you. We are here to see the big trees, I replied, never taking my eyes off him. Sally stood far apart from him so he couldn't grab her. She had taken many classes in karate and is stoutly built. If this guy thinks he has a couple of timid, frightened women, he's in for a surprise. I am slightly built, but I can sling a 50-pound bale of hay and ride rank horses. He chatted on for a few minutes. Finally, he left and went on up the trail. We waited for a while and followed. The trail turned left. Just before we made the turn, I saw him seated on a bench beside the path. I grabbed Sally's arm and declared, I left my sunglasses on the bench back there. We turned around and walked back to the bench. I've come all this way, I whispered 
to see the redwoods and this happens. What rotten timing. If only we had gotten here sooner or later, perhaps he wouldn't be here. I heard him coming back along the trail. Absolute proof he was up to no good. I pulled my old hawkbill knife out of my pocket and began to clean my fingernails with it. His eyes widened when he saw the knife. He tried to start up another conversation with us. I just looked at him with no expression on my face. I was reaching my limit of patience. He was wasting our precious time and ruining our day. Sally moved behind him, making him nervous. Perhaps you had best be on your way, whichever way you were going, I said in the nicest southern drawl I could muster, with an underlayment of menace, coupled with a gesture of the knife. Ah, uh, yes, goodbye, he mumbled. He stepped a wide margin around me and left toward the beginning of the trail. After visiting the huge trees, and yes, they are magnificent, but that's another story, we reported the man to the park office. They assured us that no park ranger would be building a treehouse in the park, and no park ranger would be off-duty in the park. Our timing was unfortunate, but our instincts were faultless. Copyright 2023, Martha Rowe Vaughn. Martha Rovon lives in Mount Airy, North Carolina, and is a member of a local writers group that has been meeting for over 15 years. During that time, she has published two books, Grandma's Trunk, Nonfiction, and Crossroads, Fiction. An interest in genealogy and family history prompted her to write both books. She graduated from the University of Kentucky with a degree in horticulture and owned and operated a tree nursery for 22 years. In retirement, she volunteers her horticulture knowledge and skill to local nonprofit organizations. Thank you for listening to another six minute story. You can read them all in the nine anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.